Bing, 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 Breaking news just in. It's this week of Murder Blows. And this week it's going to be Cody. It's not actually breaking news. Well, it won't be when you hear this. Uh, but we're going to dive into uh, Jamal Khashoggi. Sorry if I butchered your name, man. Like, not trying to. Uh, and all the craziness. The tentacles are back out. They're crawling out of the refrigerator. The fodder is on point. We're missing Maisie. But I am joined here this week with... Cody and Sasha and shit I'm Violet here's Murder Blows roll the intro like it's the full moon i think last night was that's what i'm blaming it on <laughs> moon october uh yep it's actually tonight okay <laughs> yeah yep that makes a bunch of sense did you know that the way that they count lunar cycles is called a lunation so I did not know that. Will be the 1,185th lunation. Tight. Thank you, internet. Like, I'm, no, I am. <laughs> I'm in internet world today. <laughs> Plot was Sasha's computer fail. Your internet was down the other night, right? Oh my god. I just, I was like, oh, it's not a big deal. I don't always need internet. And we're... <laughs> then you realize that you but do. Then, well, no. And so I had a, I had a, uh, how do I explain this? I work in a job that sometimes requires me to contact people on the other side of the world. The time zones are different. And so, like, I have night calls sometimes. So I tethered to my phone. That was great. But now, if the internet ever goes down on a Wednesday, I'm going to have to <laughs> kill someone. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to my world. <laughs> but I'm the sound keeper. <laughs> I, know. I know. You're the important one. <laughs> no. Sound keeper. Uh, man. No, hopefully they get their shit together. We switched to Google Fiber, which has been great, but it went out. And then when I went into the yard where the Google Fiber comes in, there was like a big spray paint bullseye, like on the ground where it was. And I was like, yeah, you guys have some fixing to do. <laughs> right here literally so violet how was your week uh, <laughs> is it is it how do i i just <laughs> how do you tell a podcast you don't want to talk about it <laughs> well because it's like because it's like it's like, this is where I should talk about things, right? Because I'm being recorded for entertainment purposes. It's just, I'm okay. <laughs> We're here for you. Is this going to be one of those episodes where everyone's like, is Violet okay? <laughs> we have a lot of those, like, questioning Violet's sanity. <laughs> yeah. I told my mom, I was like, time to get into character. And she's like, what character? I was like, happy. Aww. <laughs> Uh, God, it's getting dark. We need to veer off. Um, let's see. Let's uh, 
Have I recorded since I got my cat? No. My sweet baby Lydia? Oh, I love her already. Yeah, she's a doll. She's taking a massive shit right now, right next to me, because um, <laughs> that's what they do. Here's some fun facts about Lydia. Um, she eats her wet food with her hands. <laughs> she literally picks it up and eats it out of her paw. It's the cutest thing to see, but if I like go, oh, or take a picture, she immediately throws it on the ground and hides under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, how dare you? <laughs> I hope she licks her paws clean afterwards. She does. She's very clean. Sometimes I'll pet her like four times and then she'll put her hand up and clean herself and then resume the petting. <laughs> she also has severe social anxiety. Oh, oh so does my black cute. cat. Huh? So does my black cat. She has stranger really? danger issues. <laughs> oh yeah. Lydia's like stranger danger until she like gets to know you and then she's like, Oh, we are tight. We are mm. so tight. We are bros. Because Sasha met her. Mm-hmm. And she was so sweet. But, like, me, if you she move... was like... Oh, yeah, I stood up and she was like, I'm done! <laughs> I'm under the bed again. Everything is awful. Yeah, pretty much. But she's cute. Everyone said she wasn't very talkative, but she talks a lot to me. She tells me exactly what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Why do cats lick their butthole after they poop? Ugh, yeah. they don't want it to be dirty. Well, I can't blame them, but... You know. Oh, Lydia. Oh my god, that just set in. <laughs> do I feed you? Oh my god. <laughs> well, we should probably mention that Maisie isn't here this week. Oh, Maisie. I know. I miss her. I miss her too. I miss her. Re I know I'm already going to miss her reactions. To my story. But Maybe we should okay. just have her, like, Insta story her reactions to this week. Yes. <laughs> That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. And technically next week, because, spoiler alert, we're double recording again. Because <laughs> next week's Halloween and you girls are spooky and want to do spooky things. I don't know about spooky. Mine involves taking an eight-year-old trick-or-treating, so. What's his costume? Uh, Link. He's he was Link Aww. last year, and I'm making him be Link this year because we made him the sword and the shield. So nice. Yeah. Look, I was a witch for like 17 years straight. It's fine. Right? Exactly. I was a Smurf for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Which Smurf? Or was it just like a Smurf? It wasn't. It was a male Smurf, and it just had like the generic plastic mask. And then it had a blue plastic outfit that had, like, the Smurfs trick-or-treating on the front of it and white pants. Oh, I love it. Totally 80s. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a, it's a very... I, did I tell you I have this, like, weird... Or I used to have this weird folder on Pinterest. I don't think I have a Pinterest anymore. Um, of just, like, vintage Halloween costumes that I thought were cool. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I'm about to do so much fucking digging. <laughs> I was obsessed. <laughs> or like, I had a like old, like, 40s and 30s and even 20s pictures of trick-or-treaters. I thought it was oh, so cool. But that's creepy as fuck, though. Yeah, they, they, 
um yeah it's weird but i think i liked it i like that aesthetic <laughs> like the easter bunny pictures from like the 30s Those yeah are... guys i've been on pinterest for two seconds and there's this picture of a cat tattoo that i want oh i have a couple of those saved too i love it okay sorry i'll focus now um i'll focus on finding violet's uh pinterest that she thinks is dead but definitely isn't definitely pinterest never died not yet hold on oh ew why would i follow that guy anyway oh he's following me that's nasty oh <laughs> Sorry, it's a guy, a local guy in the community that thinks he's like this savvy businessman, but he's really just a womanizer and a fucking creep. Yeah. I think both of us technically know who you're talking about, right? You do. But that's definitely not something we can talk about on the no. podcast. You'll have to message me who and, and, and let me know. I yeah. don't know that you know. Oh, okay. I, I know what Hundo Cody knows if I know. Um, now no, I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm gonna message it. Okay. Let's see. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. I guess I could have said something mean that would. No, I don't want. I just sent it to. No, the it's not that person. Oh, oh, it's not. Oh. No, but I. That one's different. Oh. That one is. The one you messaged is, like, certifiably disgusting. The other one has not been caught for it. Oh, really? Yes. More uh, Nashville-based. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah. My week has been a cycle of extreme anxiety and then random depression. It's been Same. fantastic. It's the gotta be the moon. Like, I don't get it. I mean... Me either. I, like, hugged Jeremiah and he started crying yesterday, and he was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I think so. Aw, at least you have him. That's so nice. Yes, it is great. But you know what he said? <laughs> he was what? like, don't take this the wrong way, but I'm so glad you have a therapist. <laughs> Aren't they all? <laughs> I feel like, yeah, you better be. No, yeah. I had one of those weeks where I was working so hard to get caught up and I only had two paintings and so I made this list of stuff that I just haven't done a bunch of little stuff and I was like mm -hmm. oh like Tuesday I can work on this list and I can just like binge watch something or listen to music and it'll be so fulfilling to just cross stuff off this list and do little things it's my probably like my last calm week until like January you know mm -hmm. and then I get this sinus headache from hell where I can't even lift my head. And I'm not even, like, snotty or congested or anything. It's just, like, everything hurts. So I spent the whole day yesterday just, like, being mopey and sick and angry. And it just – and then, like, the political field, like, doesn't help any. It's just more angering and awful. And so you can't even, like, get on the internet to, like, free your mind because it's just no. all in your face. And – then today I went to leave my house and I was like, fuck, George Bush is in town. Traffic is going to be awful. <laughs> On a oh Wednesday? Yeah, because there's a Christian conference in town and he's speaking at it. Thanks, George Bush. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know if they know that they hired one of, like, the Antichrists for their Christian convention, but they're probably completely unaware. It's whatever. I don't know. I so, ever tell you about, I had a, I had a story once, that this, like, super, super Republican religious group uh, were trying to chastise this this one girl because they thought she was a witch and killing all these girls, but it turned out that the leader of the cult was the Antichrist, and it brought on the apocalypse. I never finished it, but I wanted to write it. <laughs> I have this big theory that, like, all, all, like, all things like that are actually feeding into this, like, Satanistic idea, and they don't even know it until it's too late. I know that's weird. <laughs> no, it's not weird. I completely agree, but it's kind of like American Horror Story, which, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I'm involved with this season. I haven't been keeping up, or, well, yeah, I don't have cable, so I haven't been watching the new season, but... Oh, you're right. Like, they do tie them together, and uh-huh. it's spectacular, and I can't even deal with it, and... <laughs> <laughs> I like that Billy Eichner's in it, because I love Billy Eichner. Oh, that his name? my God, it's just so perfect, and there was a... I'm not going to do say any spoilers, I'm just going to generically say that there was... A satanic ritual performed in one of them and I told my husband what was going to happen next in the satanic ritual and after it did happen next mm-hmm. he looked at me and was like all worried looking <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like no no it's I had I had this phrase so I'm gonna say it to you because I had this phrase uttered to me and I laughed so hard because I was like oh I've hit that point now but it's like okay we get it you you work on a podcast (laughs) (laughs) i was talking about something i don't even remember what oh it was about like psychopaths and sociopaths and i was like oh this is why and one of my coworkers was like we fucking get it violet you weren't you run on a podcast like we get it (laughs) (laughs) thanks (laughs) I i was like all right all right to be fair, I researched this stuff before the podcast, and I'm just, like, yeah. regurgitating it all, but that just makes me feel better, like, you know, about it all. So, yeah. whatever. Yes. Let's pause for a second and check the audio just fucking in case. Let's yeah. fucking check it in case. Same. Okay, we're back to recording. Everyone sounds great. Thank you. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> No, uh, no desperately fucking up the podcast this week. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I think I think that's a, a common similarity I've found with Sasha, though. So, last time we recorded, and I read a text out loud, I was, like, so disappointed in myself that I was, like... And I was there with Sasha when the, the like, not recording... The, the recording failure 2k18 yeah i was there when that the happened and i just remember being like i would so not be as collect like i felt like you were way more collected than you thought you were oh, like, my life was crumbling like i when we stopped the podcast the last time we recorded i went to play video games and i just cried the whole time Aww. <laughs> eric was like are you okay and i was like no i really no. think and so i well. felt I felt bad I couldn't stay and like but that's how it goes like 
Sasha, oh, yeah. you're probably like me, like, like a huge disaster happens and you're like, I can handle this, no problem. But oh, like yeah. a bunch of little things are happening and you're like, oh my God, I'm dying. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, so yeah. So Sasha's backstory that you didn't want to know, but now you do. Like I have <laughs> a, a brother with a pretty severe disability and like I learned to handle emergencies perfecto like i am the person i'm not bragging i am the person you want when the shit is going down because it doesn't affect me however i was erasing my whiteboard the other day and i smudged it and i cried <laughs> so same and i was having a talk about this with a friend earlier today on the phone like we can handle major things but if something little happens it's just like it's my, my week is fucked and i'm done <laughs> literally and it like jer was being like cute about it and he was like oh you messed up the whiteboard and it just made me cry harder <laughs> like it's you can't fix it it's just you kind of just live your life it's fine yeah i know i know okay well if you guys are ready i'll get into this hold on oh, wait no, i have one more thing yes okay i feel like we have to talk about and i know that neither one of you are caught up but Whoa, season two of Making a Murderer. I haven't started yet, and Whoa. but I finished um um with that HBO show that I can't ever remember the name of that I read the book. <laughs> oh, Sharp Objects. Objects. Okay, yeah, I finished that, I and I it. yeah, I because I was like remembered right at the end like how it went, and it was, it was so good. I when just she was it. when she was in the dollhouse. Yes, I yes. won't spoil anything else, but yeah, like wow. just thinking about it makes me. Like, want to scream. Oh, my God, that's crazy. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I'm oh. going to start making a murderer again. I'm making oh, up a murderer yeah. again. And as soon as I can. It's been so good. And, like, I love the... This isn't a spoiler, but, like, in the very first episode, um, they talk about, like, oh, making a murderer left out this and this and this and this and this. So they are taking, like, explicit time to explain why they didn't include it because they thought it was outrageous. Mm. and they're like getting really into it and it's so good and like <clears throat> i've been watching it with my mom we're on the finale that's our game plan for after the podcast tonight do just they, to finish making a murder do they talk about why they left out the fact that he set a cat on fire sasha As... that's been discussed honestly okay you know i've always been like very 50 50 on it right mm -hmm. i i am completely i i'm very one-sided now I have my decision made, like, and it's because that they explored something that I've been cursing and swearing about since I watched the first season, and I was like, man, that's crazy that they're not looking into this, and they look into it this season, and I was like, oh my god, I'm right, I know I'm right, I have 100%, <laughs> but I don't know, I don't know, this show's so crazy, I feel like the more you dig, the just more dark, crazy shit you see, so. Okay. Oh, also... Also, mm -hmm. I have to shout out to my friend Duck, who I've known since I was in high school, which was like the year 2001, 2002, I think. 2002. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, he's doing a podcast called We Are Error, and it's on Podbean. And um, it's like us, but guys. Ooh, I'll <laughs> link it in the description. Talk I just realized... About video games and horror movies and they're just really silly oh i love it and i'm trying to get duck to come up and visit us 
but he is um, a little strapped on money. But I'm going to make it happen someday because <laughs> I miss him. It's been a long time. But thanks for listening, Duck. And he wants to uh, he wants tips on how to meet uh, nerdy girls. Here's the tip, Duck. They're all nerdy. You just got to figure out about what. Yeah, That's probably true. Now, I told him just to come to a convention. Oh, hell yeah. Done. Conventions are a good place to meet women. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> what did I just say? Like, <laughs> I think what you mean is conventions are a concentrated place <laughs> for yeah. people that share it. The same interests. interests. Yes. That doesn't mean you but, should hit on everybody. That's not... No. But... A lot of them now have like speed dating or dating panels, good places to go for people that are interested in meeting people. Now yeah. you're not bugging people. Like Yamakon in the heart of Pigeon Forge. <laughs> it's the heart, right? Where George know. Bush is. It's the heart where George Bush is today and it's causing a traffic jam. I've never seen so many white Republicans in my life as today. Um, they make me so nauseous. I think I've said this before, but I hit these points where I'm just like, if I have to look at one more white person, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> That's how I felt today because I went to Jersey Mike's and this lady kept looking at me and I'm like, I know I look like I'm on meth and I'm homeless, but I'm not. Like, mm. stop. <sighs> look, the, meth, the meth-ridden homeless people eat at Subway, not jersey mics it's very different exactly <clears throat> exactly okay so have you guys heard about the journalist lately that <laughs> disappeared god yes yeah. well, i've heard about it i didn't go real into it but i learned stuff during jeremiah's morning podcast that i oh did they tore. talk about it not in detail um they talked about another case about another uh reporter that showed up out of nowhere like appeared in a different country alive so it's yeah. crazy i'm just gonna start by saying that you know this just happened so trying to find information on it is hard because it's changing literally hour by hour yeah and i'm also not an expert on the middle east because i don't live there surprise surprise and there's a lot that goes on with our foreign relations, and I got most of my information off of Wikipedia and um, a few other articles that had just been released um, off of the internet, but they could change. They could be irrelevant in two months, just FYI. But I found it extremely interestingly creepy. And I wanted to do something a tad political just so we could do like a get out the vote thing. Like, please vote. Yeah. You know um, what's what's scarier than all the spooky stuff that Halloween can offer? Another fucking four years of Donald Trump. Yeah. And I mean, we're going to. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> at this like, point, I mean, I wasn't a fan of Hillary, but at this point, I'm all about some checks and balances up in there. So, I told you about my pie chart, right? Yeah. Okay, so, like, I mean, that was, like, a big thing, because, you know, I'm not a Hillary fan. I don't really like her at all, but I I voted, all right, podcast, I know this may shock you. I did not vote for Donald Trump. 
I know, I know. Hold hold back your surprise gas. I know. It's crazy. I have nothing. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, neither. Wow. Yeah, that's a big old joke. Um anyways, uh but I would make pie charts for people that I worked with and I was like, see, this is what's gonna happen. <laughs> If we don't vote for her, because I don't want to, but this is what's going to happen. And they're right. like, no, it won't. But then I remember reading this article and it was like 3% of the vote was write-ins for Harambe. And I was like, I want to burn this country to the ground. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm so done with 4chan and Reddit culture. Like, come on now. Not that everyone there is bad, because I hear the people at Our Murder Blows are really great. Oh, I have not logged into Reddit in a hot minute. It's October. We've got things to worry about, like this journalist. Anyways. Oh, yes. <laughs> the journalist. I'm doing this podcast mostly sober. I need to, to make that known. I'm taking notes. You've got this. Everyone's got this. <clears throat> well, I'm probably going to some names, because they're all... Um, hard to pronounce, and but I'll try to do my best. Okay, I had a hell of a day. Um, didn't go as planned, so I was <laughs> stopping and starting on my <laughs> research, and it was spectacular. Okay, well, there is a guy named Jamal Khashoggi, and he was a Saudi Arabian journalist. And he, I'm going to give you some background information on him. I feel like that's important to, from how he, like, because he's an American, like, he had residency here, like, lived here, but he was a journalist for Saudi Arabia, so I just wanted to give some background on that. Um, he was a journalist, author, and former general manager and editor-in-chief at Al Arab News Channel. He also served as editor for the Saudi Arabian newspaper, turning it into a platform for Saudi progressives. Saudi Arabia is obviously one of those countries that they're not really about letting people speak their mind. Um, they're really pretty strict on uh, media they don't like, kind of like our president is getting sad face um Khashoggi fled Saudi Arabia in September 2017 and he went into a self self-imposed exile he said that the Saudi Arabian government had banned him from Twitter and he later wrote newspaper articles critical critical of the Saudi government Khashoggi had been sharply critical of Saudi Arabia's crown prince and his name is Mohammed bin Salman but I'm gonna call him MBS like everybody else because that's a hell of a lot easier to say and the current country's king of Saudi Arabia um, and of course there is a war going on between Saudi Arabia and Yemen and I don't know if you all know about that but Saudi Arabia is like starving the Yemen people and just absolutely bombing them and killing them and it's just really sad and disgusting um, he was opposed to all of this as well uh, Khashoggi was born in Mendina on October 1958. His grandfather, Mohammed Khashoggi, who was of Turkish origin, married a Saudi Arabian woman and was a personal physician to King Abdulaziz. I can't say that word. <laughs> he was the former founder of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. 
Um, he was also the nephew of high-profile Saudi Arabian arms dealer Adnan Khashoggi, which I talked of in my former podcast because he was known for his part in the Iran-Contra scandal and the uh, weapons dealings. And uh, Adnan Khashoggi had an estimated worth of $4 billion in U.S. currency in the early 1980s. Can I Adnan just say... Yeah. I don't want to live in a world where high-profile arms dealer is, like, a fucking phrase that we use. Right? Like, why? Right? I'm really good at selling guns. Stop! Yeah. Yeah. And that's all our country does to Saudi Arabia. Like, we, we arm them now. Like, that's what we do to them. Um, it's great. And so that they can kill the people of Yemen. It's awesome. Um, Jamal Khashoggi was also a first cousin of Dodi Fayed, who was dating Princess Diana when the two were killed in a car crash in Paris. So that's all kind of freaky to me. Like, he's related to all those people, and they're all conspiracy theory people, which is just insane. Um, Tentacles are back. (laughs) Yeah, and I didn't even mean to. It just happened. That's the freaky part. Like, I I was reading notes after I printed them, and I was like, oh my god, Maisie, where are you at tonight? Have, have you guys seen that new show on Netflix? It's like the Curious Creations of Christine O'Connell or whatever. No. It's really cute. It's like six episodes, so like 20 minutes a piece. Really easy to watch. Anyway, it's a cooking show. It's weird. Anyways, she's, <laughs> I feel like this is how I picture Cody writing cases is Christine O'Connell has this refrigerator and she's like, hmm, now where's my whisk? And a tentacle like slithers out and meets. <laughs> and I feel like Cody's like, hmm, what should I do for my case this week? And the tentacle just like slides her a, full, a manila envelope. <laughs> Freaking That's folders. exactly what happens every time. <laughs> I knew Super it. Super creepy. <laughs> Love it. Anyways, carry on. I was going to do a simple Unsolved Mysteries murder and then I was like, wait, no. This is more important. We yeah. need to get out the vote. <laughs> um, Khashoggi received his, his elementary and secondary education in Saudi Arabia and obtained a bachelor's degree in business administration from Indiana State University in the United States. Um, and then from 1991 to 1999, he was a foreign correspondent in such countries as Afghanistan, Algeria, Kuwait, Sudan, and in the Middle East. He also claimed that he served with both Saudi Arabian intelligence and possibly the United States and Afghanistan during this period. He was then appointed a deputy editor-in-chief of Arab News and served, the, and served in the post from 1999 to 2003. So he's kind of like, he's got tentacles too, kind of in everything, like possibly in the United States intelligence agency, but not for sure. Okay. The point of reading all that is to tell you, like, he is a journalist with citizenship of the United States. So this is why we should be concerned about it. Um, Khashoggi wrote a post column on April 3rd, 2018, that said that Saudi Arabia should return to its pre-1979 climate when the government restricted hardline traditions. Women today should have the same right as men, and all citizens should have the right to speak their minds without fear of imprisonment, which is kind of the one of the reasons, like, the United States backs Saudi Arabia, but they're really strict. Like, they don't allow women to drive. They don't allow women to have the same rights as men. And we're supposed to be supporting countries that have democracies, and they don't. And um, 
it's just kind of weird. Like they literally chop people's heads off for disagreeing with the government. So why do we go there? And also I just want to throw it out there that some of the hijackers of 9-11 were from Saudi Arabia. And we're supposedly supposed to be going after those people, but doesn't Trump have like a hotel or a casino there or some bullshit? <clears throat> well, Ivanka's husband is <laughs> tied to Saudi Arabia big time. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with like him being Jewish and basically all of the stuff that I'm I try to understand but I can't about the promised land and who wants it and they're fighting over it and all of that. Which I kind of want to stay out of it's a big part of this but it's just like it's so confusing it's so hard because there's so many different groups but supposedly Trump does have ties to Saudi Arabia with his businesses and that's one of the reasons why he won't speak out against them but then like no other president has really spoke out against Saudi Arabia either um Hmm. so I don't know if it would be different now since this journalist disappeared but it, here's his chance to be a normal human being and not a, not a total creep. Um, let me find where I was. Um, all citizens should have the right to speak their minds without fear of imprisonment. He also said that Saudis must find a way where we can accommodate um, secularism and Islam, something like what they have in Turkey. Um, what Arab, what the Arab world needs is most, what the Arab world needs most is free expression. Sorry, my husband came back here and he makes me nervous when I'm talking. Khashoggi uh, <laughs> described the hopes of Arab world's press freedom during the Arab Spring and his hope that an Arab world free press independent from natural governments would develop so that ordinary people in the Arab world would be free to address the structural problems their uh, societies face. So basically, like, before Trump became president, um, the leaders of Saudi, like, a new prince came in to control, and he started speaking out against it because he didn't agree with it. He wanted it to become more progressive and have um, women's rights and be able, like, to let people live their lives. And he got the feeling that this prince was kind of like pretending, like we're going to tell women that they can have more rights, but we're not really going to give them to them. And he was kind of speaking out against it. Um, And he criticized the war on Yemen, writing that the longer this cruel war lasts in Yemen, the more permanent damage will be done. The people of Yemen, Yemen will be busy fighting poverty, cholera, and water scarcity, and rebuilding their country. Um, the, pra- the crown prince MBS must bring an end to this violence. So he wanted the prince to, like, step up and stop this war, which obviously was not going to happen. Um, and then, according to Khashoggi, Lebanon's prime minister forced, was forced resignation in a live television broadcast from Saudi Arabia on November 4th, 2017. And he was, he thinks he was um, forced to resign in part due to the Trump effect, particularly the U.S. president's strong bond with MBS. The two despise Iran and its proxy. So basically, like, as you know, our president wants to make a war with Iran, and Iran has China and Russia on their side. 
and we would have Saudi Arabia on our side. So that's kind of like the nuclear threats and all the bombs and everything and World War Three. That's where all of that comes in. So that's like another like terrifying topic on its own. Um, we don't need that. I don't definitely don't want to fight China and Russia at the same time. I mean, God, that'd be really scary. Um, CNN reported that Khashoggi was a journalist that was simply doing his job who evolved from an Islamist in his 20s to a more liberal position by the time he was in, in his 40s. And basically, like, people were questioning Khashoggi because they said he was part of the Muslim Brotherhood. But he really wasn't, like, part of it. He just knew people that were associated with it. And so his critics were just labeling him, like, an Osama bin Laden lover and, like, an extreme Muslim. And it kind of, like, during my research, I learned it really wasn't the case. Um, he was acquainted with Osama bin Laden in the 1980s and 90s in Afghanistan while bin Laden was championing, championing against the Soviets. Khashoggi interviewed bin Laden several times, usually meeting bin Laden in the Tora Bora and one more in Sudan in 1995. During that period, he was employed by Saudi Arabian intelligence agencies to try to influence bin Laden into making a compromise with the Saudi royal family. Um, and then he once tried to persuade bin Laden to quit violence. He said, I was very much surprised in 1997 to see Osama turning into a radicalist the way he did. Khashoggi was the only non-royal Saudi Arabian who knew of the royalist imminent dealing with Al-Qaeda and the lead up to um, the September 11th terrorist attacks. He disassociated himself from bin Laden following the attacks. Khashoggi wrote in response to the September 11 attacks, the most pressing issue now is to ensure that our children can never be influenced by extremist ideas like those 15 Saudis who were misled into hijacking four planes that find September Day piloting them and us straight into the jaws of hell. So basically, like, he admits, like, he's speaking out against the 15 Saudis who flew the planes into the towers, which, like I said, like, why are we supporting Saudi Arabia when 15 of them were hijackers, but we went after Afghanistan, like, and war on Iraq. It, like, to me, it makes no sense, but um, the conspiracy theory one, so I question that kind of stuff. What happened was um, Khashoggi announced that um, he was going to resign as editor-in-chief to focus on his own personal projects, and this was in 2017 after the New Prince came into Saudi Arabia. Um, however, it is thought that he was forced out due to official displeasure with articles critical of the kingdom's harsh Islamic roles. After his second resignation, Khashoggi maintained ties with Saudi Arabian elites, including those in its intelligence apparatus. Um, he then started working for the Washington Post um, in September of 2017, and the New York Times reported that Khashoggi was a victim, victim of cyber bully, bullying campaign before he was killed. Saudi Arabia used an online army of Twitter trolls to harass Khashoggi and other critics of the Saudi regime. According to The Spectator, with almost 2 million Twitter followers, he was the most famous political pundit in the Arab world and a regular guest on the major TV news networks in the Britain and United States. In 2018, Khashoggi established a new political party called Democracy for the Arab World Now 
posing a political threat to the crown prince Muhammad. Now, so Khashoggi is basically like done with Saudi Arabia and her, their new station and he's washing, working for the Washington Post and he comes back to America and he visits his family and he decided that um, he wanted to get married. Um, so on October 2nd of 2018, he entered the Saudi Arabian consulate in Istanbul, Turkey, but he never left the building. Amid news reports claiming that he had been killed and dismembered inside, an inspection of the consulate by Saudi Arabian and Turkish officials took place on October 15th. Initially, the Saudi Arabian government denied his death, claiming Khashoggi had left the consulate alive, but on the 20th of October admitted that Khashoggi was killed inside the consulate, claiming he had been strangled to death right after a fist fight broke out. So what I did was I printed the timeline of everything and how it changed because it, it keeps changing. Our own president even tweeted out that um, the Saudi Arabia had nothing to do with it well before our own intelligence agency investigated the whole thing. Um, I don't know how he knows so much, but, you know, he knows everything, so it's awesome. Uh, on Friday, September 28th, Khashoggi goes to the Saudi consulate in Istanbul for marriage-related reasons. Um, the president of Turkey says that this information was then passed to the people who planned and executed his murder. On October 1st, a team of three arrived in Istanbul on a scheduled flight and go to the city's consulate via their hotel. In the meantime, another team goes from the consulate to Belgrade Forest on the edge of Istanbul. So you have these Saudi people like flying in teams and dispersing around the area. On Tuesday, October 2nd, another team of three take a scheduled flight to Istanbul, although it is not specified where from. A 13 of nine people, including generals, arrive in the city via a private flight. October 2nd, also, the three teams totaling 15 Saudis, and there again, 15 of them, been arriving at the Kingdom's Consulate in Istanbul, in Istanbul. The first thing they do is remove the hard disk from the consulate's security camera. The consulate calls Khashoggi to confirm his appointment, and Khashoggi enters the consulate. Khashoggi's fiance goes to authorities and tell them he is being held against his will at the consulate. She fears something bad might have happened to him. Turkish authorities begin investigating, and it becomes clear that, that Khashoggi did not leave the consulate building. Um, there are no concrete steps were taken at this stage because officials at the consulate have diplomatic immunity. Nevertheless, a probe begins and an acting prosecutor is appointed. At some as yet unspecified point earlier in the day, other staff and residents at the consulate are told to leave. Six of them leave on a private flight. Doesn't say where to, and I'm, I'm assuming this is the six Saudi people. And another seven of them leave on another private flight later that night. On October 3rd, another individual disguised as Khashoggi and with an accomplice leave in the early hours on a scheduled flight to the Saudi capital. So they actually like took his clothes off of him, put them on another guy, and they were like, see, this, this, this guy is Khashoggi, which is really fucking creepy. Um, October 4th, Saudi Arabia rejects claims that Khashoggi was killed at its consulate in Istanbul.
October 6th, a correspondent from the news agency is invited inside the consulate. October 11th, a group of special representatives from Saudi Arabia arrive in Turkey and allow the consulate to be searched. October 14th, the president of Turkey speaks to Saudi Arabia's king by telephone and the investigative group. Turkey's president complains about the consulate's insufficient and incompetent response. October 15th, the consular general is removed from his position but may have already left the country by this point. October 19th, nearly three weeks after his disappearance, Saudi Arabia for the first time admits Khashoggi was murdered inside the consular building. The statement says he died after an eruption of a brawl. Um, the, Saudi, um, the Turkish president speaks to Saudi Arabia's king who, is, who informs him 18 people have been arrested. It's at this time the same 15 individuals identified by Turkish authorities, plus a further three consular officials. Um, and then the Turkish president speaks to U.S. Donald Trump, U.S. President Donald Trump, and the pair agree that the clarification about what happened is needed. So Trump had tweeted um, that he just spoke with the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, who totally denied any knowledge of what took place in the Turkish consulate. Um, and he also tweeted that the, the crown prince was with the secretary of state, which Trump put in, the secretary of state Trump put into position. His name is Mike Pompeo. And he said that the secretary of state was with the Saudi prince during this call and told Trump that he has already started and will rapidly expand a full investigation into this matter. Trump's tweet continued, adding, answers will be forthcoming shortly. So why was our Secretary of State in Saudi Arabia at the time of these killings? Like, that, to me, is, like, really creepy. Um, I don't know about that. Um, Trump got the tweet out, tweets out in advance and taped his interview with Fox News, of course. Trump was asked to send Secretary, uh, Treasury Secretary Stephen Manusin to Saudi Arabia for an upcoming high-profile Saudi investment conference, despite the controversial surrounding the missing journalist. And Trump said, what we have right now is Mike Pompeo, who's terrific, who's doing a great job. Secretary of State is with the king right now and the crown prince, literally as we speak, and we're trying to find out what went on. A lot will be determined. He hasn't gotten back to me. He's going to probably... He's going to probably get back to me over the next couple hours, sometime prior to your show, but he will be getting back to me. And you'll start hearing what is happening. Trump told her, we're looking at it all together. So Trump wouldn't, he totally took Saudi side. Like, to me, a normal president would be like, we have a missing journalist. We need to find out what's going on. We're sending CIA over there right now. And Trump was just like, oh, we just talked to Saudi Arabia and they didn't do it. Everything's fine, which is just absolutely insane to me. Um, and then I guess he said he would send the CIA over to investigate, but the CIA couldn't let the house or the Senate know anything about it. They weren't allowed to look at anything, which is like so dangerous because the house and Senate are part of like the checks and balances system. So for right now, the CIA is going to look into it and that's that. Um, but basically now we know that Khashoggi's body was found in the garden of the Saudi Council General's home. According to Sky News, CNN reports say investigators found two suitcases with Khashoggi's personal belongings. The remains of <laughs> the Saudi journalists have been found. 
um, with one source saying the remains were found in the garden. Okay, yeah, that's just repeat. Um, multiple sources suggest that Khashoggi had been cut up and his face was disfigured. So, apparently, these Saudi people had this so organized that they brought in a bone cutter and a forensic pathologist. And they wanted the forensic pathologist there so they could dissect him properly and they could clean up everything so they wouldn't leave any trace of it. Um, crime scene investigators have found two suitcases with of his um, search of his personal belongings during a search of the Saudi consulate. Um, so they did find his stuff, which is crazy because if his stuff there, where where is he? Um, and on Tuesday, they said that his body wasn't found. Um, and then they said, and that's um, Saudi Arabia saying that. And now they're saying um, there was a murder and it was clear from the beginning. And now they're trying to figure out if there was a murder, where's the body? Um, and it's just right now, it's all completely up in the air. Um, there's just rumors to the body being found. But um, there are some reports saying that the body was found in a well in the garden. Um, and there's some That's reports. That's what I read. Yeah. And there's some reports saying that they won't let anybody, Saudi Arabia won't let anybody look in the well. Um, yeah. When did, when did, I remember seeing that, that tweet from Donald Trump, but he tweets like 37 times a day. Do you remember what day he tweeted that out? I don't remember what day it was because I remember seeing it on Twitter and yeah. then I had to go back and Google the tweet because I wanted to include it in there. But when I read his tweet, I feel like I'm not even reading anything that's coherent anyway. So yeah, it doesn't same. even matter. It's like when uh, the, the computer like, oh, here it is six days ago. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, and it's weird too, cause like he does those weird dot 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 tweets. Yeah, and then he, and then a couple of days later, he was like, "Well, if his fight did break out, maybe something did happen." Well, and then like he, he was like, "My favorite is he's talking about all of it," and then he's like, "Close our southern border," and I'm like, "Where did that come from?" Like, yeah, cause those Middle Easterns are coming in that caravan. <laughs> He's crazy, man. He's so crazy. Um, he's, he's like a not fun drunk uncle. Like he's no. a drunk uncle that you're like, I'm concerned. <laughs> no, no. Okay, and then let me read what happened today. It's Did probably get... changed since I read it because that's how our media is lately. Like you're like, oh, something happened, and then you're an hour later, you're like, oh, never mind. This is worse. Is that his briefing with the FBI, Department of Justice, or is that about the MAGA bombings? I don't know, because that happened today, too, and that yeah. was one of the reasons when I woke up and read that I was like, fuck it. Like, fuck yeah. today. Yeah. Like, that was crazy. Um, he's now saying, he said on Monday that he's not satisfied with the explanation he's heard about the killing of Khashoggi, and he's awaiting reports from U.S. personnel returning from the region. We're going to get to the bottom of it. We have people over in Saudi Arabia now. We have top intelligence people in Turkey. They're coming back either tonight or tomorrow, Trump told reporters at the White House before leaving a political rally in Texas. U.S. Vice President Mike Pence said Tuesday that the CIA is reviewing evidence regarding Khashoggi's killing. Yeah, I'm sure the CIA is just going to come back and tell President Trump everything. 
I'm trying to try to um, on Monday, and we're all out of Twizzlers. <laughs> <laughs> on Monday, leaked surveillance video showed a man strolling out of the diplomatic post hours after Khashoggi, after Khashoggi disappeared into the consulate, apparently wearing the columnist's clothes as part of a deception to sow confusion over his fate. That's a great way to do it. Just oh my god. <laughs> um... Let's see what else do I here have here. Um, Saudi Arabia's foreign minister, meanwhile, said Tuesday the investigation into the killing of Khashoggi would produce the truth about what happened and that his country was committed to ensuring that the investigation is thorough and complete and that the truth is revealed and that those responsible will, will be held to account. And... They are going to put mechanisms in place so that something like this will never happen again. And it's probably like, well, it'll happen again, just nobody will know about it. <laughs> um, like school shootings. <laughs> <laughs> I take, oh my god. Um, sure that it'll never happen again. We'll put metal detectors. And then you've got, um, well, the young prong prince. Prince, sometimes known by his initials MBS, took a somber tone and called Khashoggi's killing an ugly incident that cannot be justified. Many in the U.S., including top members of Congress, say that the crime could not have been committed without his approval and may have been even ordered by him. President Trump has said that the U.S. is reviewing its own intelligence and would have answers shortly after CIA Director Gina Haspel visited Turkey Tuesday. But the president who has made U.S. ties to Saudi Arabia pivotal to his, foreign to his foreign policy, again said on Tuesday that top Saudi leaders denied any involvement in Khashoggi's killing and instead that this was at a lower level. So now he's like, well, they did it, but the prince didn't know anything about it. <laughs> so that well, makes it not as bad. Yeah, yeah. The crime yeah. was really painful to all Saudis, especially Saudi citizens, and I believe it is painful to any human in the world, the Crown Prince said on Tuesday, adding the Saudi government is doing everything to investigate to the president to present the perpetrators to prosecution and present, I'm sorry, to present the perpetrators to prosecution and take their judgment. Uh, Turkish authorities have taken issue with Saudi impending some parts of Turkey's investigation, including blocking them from entering the Saudi consulate for days after Khashoggi's disappearance was first reported. The interference continued Wednesday with Turkish state media reporting that Saudi officials have not allowed Turkish, Turkish investigators to search a well in the consulate's garden, citing unnamed security officials. And... Trump said Tuesday that the U.S. continues to learn a lot of information and that he will hear more Wednesday afternoon at a meeting on the Khashoggi, Khashoggi investigation, which is today. His public schedule released for Wednesday did not include such a meeting, and it is unclear when he will be briefed on what the U.S. knows. And also, there was an ordeal where apparently... It was in my notes, but I don't know where it went. Um, apparently, they actually, like, Saudi Arabia Skyped into this place and was, like, directing these people, like, how to kill him and, like, what to do. And um, Turkey has the audio of that. So. I'd like to hear it. Me too. I mean, I don't want to hear somebody get tortured, but 
I just can't, I just can't believe, like, that this can happen in 2018, and, like, when he was missing, there was some stuff on social media about it, but when his body was found, there was literally nothing, and I was just, like, guys, his body was found, are we talking about this or not? Yeah. Yeah, I found out about it from Twitter, Twitter. I don't know, Facebook, so it's probably because you're friends with me on twitter uh. yeah that's very possible well and billy eichner <laughs> um according to one high-ranking arab source with access to intelligence and links to members of saudi arabia's royal court um somebody was beamed one of the saudis was beamed into a room of the saudi consulate via skype he began to hurl insults at Khashoggi over the phone According to the Arab and Turkish sources, Khashoggi answered uh, the insults with his own, but he was no match for the squad, which included top security and intelligence operatives, some with direct direct links to the royal court. Um, A Turkish intelligence source relayed that at one point, um, Saudis told his men um, and his men were told to dispose of Khashoggi. Bring me the head of the dog, the Turkish intelligence source says that the Saudis instructed. Um, so yeah, there's like proof that there was a Skype and that they were supposed to kill him. So we'll see where this goes. Maybe I'll have an update someday. We can have a cardboard update. I'm sure there's tons of corrections. I can't even say any of the names right. Um, we, can, we can do like a like a breaking news thing. Like we'll in some audio like <laughs> in the middle I of our fall. Imagine like can you imagine going into a consulate to get your marriage certificate and <laughs> like getting chop up and dismembered and taken out in suitcases and then like put in a well? No. And only because I figured out how I wanna die finally. So Oh. Do you wanna share that with us? <laughs> My, uh, I never really looked into those two, two old people that died in the hot tub at Pigeon Forge. Oh, oh yeah. No, nobody cares about that anymore because George was in town. Yeah. Well, so my dad was telling me that he was like, apparently they relaxed so much that their heart stopped. And I was like, oh, that's how, that's how I want to go. I just want to be so utterly relaxed that my heart's just like oh i'm good (laughs) (laughs) in the mountains like i thought we were going to like a morbid place but that's actually kind of sweet is that kind of like oh man just to be like 85 and then like your heart just like oh god this hot tub is not i just want to know what the odds were of like both of their hearts start stopping at the same time like did they did they have like heart conditions Either oh, of them? Like, I'm, like, super paranoid. But if it's true that they both were just, like, I'm so relaxed, I could die. And <laughs> they do. It's exactly. <laughs> like, I've never. I got relaxed in the bathtub the other day. I don't know if I was, like, inwardly trying. I don't think I was. But I, like, made the bathtub really, really, really hot. And I was, like, oh, this is so relaxing. And then I was sitting there and I was, like, it's too hot. I'm sweaty. But I was, like, <laughs> in that's exactly what I do. I'm like, oh, this is so hot. It feels so good. And then I'm like in there like sweating. 15 minutes. And, and like opening the bathroom dizzy. door. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Meanwhile, I'm like, it's too cold. I must make it hot. <laughs> <laughs> Lydia tried to hop in my bath today. Oh, <laughs> did it she, end well? <laughs> she, no, she she dipped a paw and was like, oh no. <laughs> oh, oh, let me get you out of there. Let me see <laughs> you. Oh sweet babies. Anyway, sorry for diverting that crazy dark story with how I want to die. No, it's but... okay. I needed some water after my story because I mean it's like one of those it just like doesn't have an ending. Again, like always, my stories never have endings. It's great. Were you the one that shared that picture on Twitter of the woman with the list of uh, things that women should do and biblical proof of it? I don't think so, but maybe. Oi. Oi. Let's see if Billy Eichner was the one that retweeted it. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, did you guys see, though, uh, some website started this thing where they're sharing an article called The Real Reason That Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande Broke Up. And when you click on it, it links you to... Uh, voter registration page. Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, they should do that with everything. My favorite is, like, my pop culture favorites, like, YouTubers that I follow that would mm. never be interested in this or retweeting it, like, oh, I can't believe it either. And I'm like, damn, yeah. you guys are good. Because I'm like, I trust you, Colin Duddy. I know yeah. <laughs> your opinions are valid. I wonder what shocked you. Ugh, voting registration. Yes. What got me was, I think it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus from Seinfeld and Veep. She was like, she retweeted and she was like, of course, how did I not see it? About Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande and I clicked on it and I was like, ah, see what you did there. Mm-hmm. I freaking love it. Like, I've had two people come up to me and be like, okay, you're like an expert. Who do I vote for? Oh. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but if you have these views, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And nice. then, yeah, it's fun. Um, if you are already registered to vote, which in the state of Tennessee, that timeline is gone, so you're screwed. But um, if you did the right thing and got registered, it's early voting time. So go out there and early vote. Yes. I'm going Saturday. Husband and I are making a date of it. Which is crazy because the other day one of my friends went to vote and the line was out on the sidewalk and it was a weekday and it's early voting. So. Oh, so much heart. Yeah. yeah and I'm, I'm just, but this area, I just don't even know. Like. There are a lot of young people there that yeah. I think are fed up with it. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. If I hear I think a lot of parents, you can't listen to the podcast anymore. You're not allowed. That's right. <laughs> and if you live in Georgia, go vote. Oh my gosh! For the governor position, um, is their name Stacy? Is that her name? Abrams? I think so, yeah. Against uh, Mr. Kemp, who's sabotaging his state and suppressing votes. Mm. Yup. So, get out the vote in Georgia as well. Hashtag Georgia. 
I don't know why I said that. Hashtag Georgia. <laughs> I know that uh, you don't like Harambe, but... I don't like was... people writing in votes for Harambe. Oh, okay, good. Because I, I saw this really I funny meme. That monkey. The you meme like. was like a futuristic society and everything was bright and wonderful. And it said what 2018 could have looked like if you didn't kill Harambe. <laughs> was that, that what happened? Everything went to hell after Harambe died. No, was Harambe the one that had the little boy in the... Yeah, a boy fell into the enclosure because I'm he such was a being an asswipe and Be not being watched by his parents. Yeah, so that's my thing is like, everyone was like, what do you think about the Harambe thing? I was like, I'm really sad. They're like, really? You... You... You're sad about the ape? And I was like, and I'm sad that the little boy didn't get slung up against a wall so we could all teach our kids a lesson. Mm. It's a small price to pay, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta get this population down. <laughs> and that's why I'm a fatalist. Hi, welcome to Murder Blows. <laughs> For the only murder I approve of is monkey murder. I mean, that, something's gotta give at some point. Like that monkeys are murdering children. Anyway, sorry. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Like, somebody delivered bombs today to George Soros, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and, what, CNN journalists? And oh, yeah. the right is, like, they did it to themselves to win the election. I know. What? I know. I saw someone, they were like, if Elizabeth Warren gets one, it's officially a scam. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay, but how did I not hear about this? Okay, so there's this. Uh, make America Great Again bombing, and they think it's ISIS. Did you hear about this? I just yeah. read this right before we did the podcast. I seriously can't stop thinking about it. I, oh my god. So there's like a black sticker on it, and everyone was like, oh my god, ISIS, ISIS. No, it's a Larry the Cable Guy sticker. Oh my god, that's some old white guy that watched too many YouTube videos. Exactly. Exactly. But also knew how to get her done. But at this point, like, isn't our isn't our national security? I mean, yeah, the CIA is over in Saudi Arabia investigating shit. So the but and the FBI is all tied up with Russia right now. So I mean, do we even have any money to investigate this? <laughs> Don't worry, Trump will take yeah. care of this. It's just gonna go by the wayside. He'll just pull out a, like, fake detective kit. <laughs> like, one of those ones you get at the dollar store with, like, the plastic badge and the <laughs> police hat and <laughs> holster with a squirt gun in it. And he's like, don't worry, I got this. I'm he'll Detective a, Trump I'll, now. He'll take a permanent marker and write, make America great, G-R-A-T-E, <laughs> over that police hat. <laughs> Sasha's like, oh god, I can hear our follower count just plummeting <laughs> into our Detective Trump joke. Uh... If you guys want to tweet me fan art of Detective Trump, please. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. You can you can do so on Twitter at Murder Blows. Look at this. Or on Instagram at Murder Blows as well, right? Or is it Murder Blows cast? Uh, Instagram is Murder Blows. Twitter is Murder Blows. R slash Murder Blows. Do you like how I like casually knock those in there? I had to do Maisie proud. Alright, yep. And then She's don't so forget good. you can send your Detective Trump fan art to murderblows at gmail dot com. Awesome. I have like um like kindergarten pictures in my head of like a really messy 
police officer like falling on his brown belly and can't get up on his little tiny feet? <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> um, you know what you don't have to make great again? Arcadian. Oh, I think I know. <laughs> Arcadian hair products. <laughs> Arcadian grooming products in their entirety. They're beyond great. They're so great, it's not funny. And you know what's even more great? Is the code Murder Blows not only gets you 10% off, it gets you 15% off. <sighs> Moving up in the world, listeners. If you have procrastinated up until this point, now is the time to get you some sweet clay pomade. Some sweet scruffy hands. I think it's called. It's what I use to wash my face because I feel like I need to exfoliate everything. Might be an OCD tendency, but I'm being served by Arcadian Grooming and it is working for me. So. I haven't tried any of it and I'm real sad because I had this gnarly pimple pop up today. Oof. And I feel like that would have done the trick. Maybe oh I should do that because my face mask was... So usually when I use... One of those Tony Molly like Korean face masks. At least my face feeling so soft. But today, it felt like it was gross. My face feels like shit. So is your face mask expired? God, I hope not. I don't know. But did any of you play the Powerball? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to wish you a lot. I only have four dollars until Friday. Yes. Um, that's a lie. I spent four dollars on. Two tall boys with shiner. <laughs> so, I have no dollars. <laughs> well, I use, I did want to give a shout out to Allie because I used some of her products. And this, this is like the most important thing this week that happened to me. Um, you know how when you wash your face with like regular face wash and it gets on your lips and you're trying to rinse it off and Ugh. it tastes awful. And you're yeah. just like, Ugh. well, all of her stuff. If you get it on your lips accidentally, it doesn't matter because it tastes so sweet and wonderful. Oh my god. That's actually okay. I went on this big tangent about the Too Faced um chocolate bar palettes and how much I love them because sometimes when I'm doing my eye makeup because I'm a maniac, some will like fall and hit my mouth and I'm just like, Oh, not even mad. So that like ten out of ten is very important to me. <laughs> I think we might be confusing our listeners because we haven't introduced to Allie's company yet. Blank Slate for no bullshit, no BS, uh, skincare. And so if you don't need to get your hair done uh, or you don't want to use hair products on your face, uh, me, you can use Blank Slate products. Also 15% off. She, Allie sent us this wonderful care package. I don't know if everyone got the same thing, but I got a face oil and a body scrub mm -hmm. and a lip, lip scrub. scrub. The lip scrub I'm going to scrub my lips to death and enjoy it. Have I'm you tried that lip right scrub yet? Podcast. I haven't tried the lip scrub. Give it us a review. Tastes Wait. amazing. Amazing. Do you want to like, do a like live thing for the next episode? Ooh. I'll oh, totally lip. try the lips, lip scrub for the next recording. Okay. All right. Uh, I tried the body scrub. It smells so good. I think it's sweet and salty. Sweet and salty body scrub. I'm sorry if I'm butchering this, but it's great. You can also use Murder Blows for 15% off at Blank Slate Skincare. Also, when you exfoliate your face sometimes with other products, you get those dry skin pieces 
and then you try to put on your makeup and you're like, oh, I've got flakes and it's not blending. Okay, well, this sugar scrub for your face, it exfoliates, but it has a ton of different oils in it. So it leaves your skin without any flakes. There's no flakes for you to try to cover up with your makeup. And it's absolutely freaking amazing because every time I use another product, I have all of these little dead skin flakes. And this one, I didn't have one. And yes. I'm just so happy. Say no to flakes. Get Say no to flakes. <laughs> uh, I think this week is advice. So I know Maisie's advice is take a spontaneous trip for life moments. Oh but she's God. not here. <laughs> this isn't a good week for advice. Um, my advice is during a full moon, just hibernate and take care of yourself because it might be a train wreck otherwise. Yes. Uh, my advice is you don't have to do the things that make you anxious. So like... I needed that advice. Thank you. You don't have to. You don't have to do them. This is the dumbest thing, but like I have to walk through a bus stop if I leave too late in the day. And these kids, I know they're not making fun of me, but my anxiety says otherwise. Yes. Uh, so I just leave earlier now. <laughs> I don't have to be anxious. Done. That's great advice. I might take that this week. Into it. Violet? Oh. oh yeah, I'm 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 alive. Um man. Have I have I passed on advice week before? I don't know if I have. I feel like I have. I feel like Maybe I your advice is adopt a cat. Adopt don't shop. Yeah, definitely adoption because like I don't know if I gave the story of Lydia on the podcast or not. But I, like, walked in, and I actually went in to visit another cat. I had a picture saved. I was, like, ready to go. And, like, she started freaking out, and everyone was like, oh, she's quiet. She has social anxiety. She hates everyone. She seems to really like you. And she, like, reached her paw out and grabbed my sleeve with her claw. And I spent, like, five minutes in the room with the other cat. And, I mean, she's a nice cat. Midnight was great. And I was a very cute, long-haired black cat. Very cute. But she took a couple pets and then, like, walked away. And was, like, done with me. But Lydia, like, stayed attached to me. And she still does. She's out of my bedroom now. So, the like, because of her severe social anxiety, <laughs> we've had her in my room for about a week. But now she can, like, walk into the living room and the kitchen with me and... She just kind of follows me everywhere. Like, she sticks by my side, and she started sleeping on the bed, finally. She actually Aww. is in her bed, the first night ever, but she made me take her bed out of the other spot and put it next to my bed, so. <laughs> She's just been a real help. I feel like every mental breakdown I've had, she, like, just hops up into my lap and just wants pets, and she's just what? nice. She's Props. nice. Props for adopting black cats because they don't get adopted as much. Oh, I went in like, I had three and I remember I was like, oh, well, I'm looking for a black cat. And one of the guys was like, oh, really? That's odd. And the other guy was like, she probably wants some aesthetic. And I was like, well, you're not wrong there. But <laughs> Well, when I went into PetSmart, I was like, which cat 
has been here the longest and they were like the black one and i was like well i'm getting it then so that was a thing with with lydia is she had been at the shelter for six months oh and like all the other cats i saw had been there for like like one of the kittens i saw which i was close but like i don't know kittens i feel like a kitten would be too much for me Kittens are too much. My mom just adopted a kitten, and she thought that it was going to be cute and fun, and it is, like, a little tiny demon in a cat suit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, even the one I was playing with, I think his name was Domino, but he would, like, get pets, and I was like, oh, so nice, and then he'd whip around, and I'd have, like, flashbacks to my other cat that was a demon, and I was like, oh, no, no. But she... She'll, like, whip around and it looks like she's gonna bite me, but she'll just pull her, like, my hand into her chest and just fall asleep. Oh, So. But, but still adopt kittens. But I'm adopt just too old. I'm too old. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's my advice for this week. That's good advice. I'm into it. Alright. Follow our advice. Tweet us. <laughs> Like and subscribe. Wait, this isn't a YouTube channel. Uh, see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Wait, this isn't a YouTube channel. <laughs>